Welcome to Nerd Check. My name is Moose, and I am your friendly neighborhood super goat. We're very excited to have you. I have no clue what you just said, but hi, I'm Adam, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Adam, <laughs> a.k.a. Adam Teal Official, because I, like most of the superheroes we talk about, have too many fucking names. Damn, you got alter egos and shit. All right, all right. Heal, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Adam, Adam, Adam. That's my name. That's my name. Did you That's know... Did you know a lot of stuff has happened? As always, a lot of stuff yeah, has happened. Absolutely. You want to hit us with I'm, some of the stuff you got? I have a lot. So, like, what you got? The Batman, for one, I really what? want to talk about. That movie is fantastic. Uh, another thing I really want to hit up today is uh, going more into Peacemaker. I still have a little bit left, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I do want to dive a little bit deep into that because that's like it's such a good show. Oh, for sure, and I for think show. it discusses really important things. Do you really wanna? Do you really wanna taste it? I'm doing the dance, dude. I ha- I'm doing it. Same. Check out my social medias. It's gonna be on there soon. Um, it's going up, must come down. Okay, I I meant I was doing it right now. I'm not oh. doing it on socials, but you know what? If you do it, I am I'll, gonna do it. I'll, gonna I'll do, do it also. Social. If you do it on TikTok, I'll like it's do so edit, good. and it'll be great, and we'll just do Hell this yeah. do it chain of it's doing dance. It'll be great. Please, you please. know what? I'll do um, the eagly part for you. You're just gonna swoop in at the end and land on me. Exactly. Yes, I sir. Know. You already Fine. know it. But I think yeah. anything else that I have, I mean. I was going to bounce off some of the stuff you had. What what did you have for this week? I have quite a few things. The Batman and Peacemaker were, you know, as always on this on the list as well. But 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 I uh, I wanted to talk about Uncharted. Uh I want to talk about like The Guardians okay. of Justice as well as uh Bel Air, the TV show that just okay. is coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, our so yeah, no, let's let's get into it. Uh, yeah. All right, so the Batsy Bats, what do we got there, right? Like right before I watched the movie, I watched the 1980s Batman and then went in and <laughs> yeah. watched the Batman just to like see the contrast, right? Like see how <laughs> how far Batman movies have come. I could have gone further, but that was not yeah. And it was an experience, I'll tell you that. It was all Yeah, you sent me a lot experience. of Snapchats about it. It was very yes. funny. Yes. Uh, the free Okay. The scene where the penguin was like, this is how I like my pussy or some shit like that. Yeah. I was like, Danny DeVito, no. I forgot how inappropriate that movie. Like, it if you go sure. back, like, there's a lot in that movie that's like, it's a good movie. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's a yeah. good camp. Bat- like, that is Camp Batman was the key to yeah. Batman. Like, it oh, is absolutely cut and dry. Absolutely early comic book batman or cut and dry like i'd say like silver age batman silver age all right gotcha gotcha you know i like both movies i feel Mm -hmm. equally but for very different things what are the things that took you by surprise in the batman so one of one of my biggest things so like first of all i want to say this before i get into like my feelings on it we are gonna spoiler a lot like we're gonna go we're gonna go in it today about this movie um so if you haven't seen it Go watch it, then listen to this episode. Or if you don't care about spoilers, listen to this episode and then go see the movie because, like, support that movie because I want it to get a sequel so badly. Also, by the way, um, someday we should for sure just, like, do this, but then, like, give in the craziest out of whack answer to a movie like explain a movie but not actually like just give oh, the like plot that. of the batman but it's not the batman dude great. like do a game make it a game yeah. between the two yeah. of us where it's like i give you a movie prompt and you have to figure out what it is and it's like oh ooh, hell yeah Let's, like yes. something like that where it's like i give you a movie prompt and it's it has to be like it has to be accurate to what the movie is but it's <laughs> like it but it can be like crazy shit so it's like the other person's like i have no clue what are yes. you talking about that, yes, I actually uh, like that. Let's do that. Next, yeah, you want to do absolutely. the next episode? Hell yes. I have like Hell yeah. Next week we come in with um, that shit. So my thoughts on the Batman, uh, I think it's fantastic. I, I One of my biggest complaints about every single Batman movie, and I mean every single right. one, is that 
they're never detective pieces. They're always this gritty, grim, dark world full of uh, sorrow and just like strife. And it's awful to be there and everybody hates it. It's just the, it's the worst world. And then this dude who dresses up like a bat beats the shit out of people on the yeah. daily. And people are like, oh, he's a superhero. And I'm like, that's not Batman. Like, I, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like. Christopher Nolan didn't know how to make a Batman movie. Like those are, they're good. Like, I'm not going to lie. They're not my favorites, but they're good. And it's like, you know, the campy, as we were just talking about, like Keaton, it's campy, but it's good. Like it's really good. And like, I'll say it, I'll be the first to say it on the podcast. I think Uh even the Clooney are good. Like all the Batman movies are good. Exactly. Yeah. But I think the Batman, the newest one is in a Mm -hmm. different league compared to all of them because it actually took the character because i know like nolan's whole thing was like what would batman be like he was a cop in (laughs) sorry no you're not wrong but it's like (laughs) what would batman be like in the real world and i'm like i watched batman begins to you know dark knight rises and i'm like that's not a real person that's that's the most fictitious thing i've ever seen but this movie made batman real i also think that like each Batman version is realistic in that it fits well with the comics that were coming out at the time and yeah. the interests of the people at the time. And, like, I think with this being a culmination... We did get Batman v Superman, so... We did get Batman v Superman. and That, that is a Batman movie. But it was Batman <laughs> v Superman. But, however, it was also at a time where, like, Captain America Civil War was coming out, right? That's the movie, valid. And yeah. no, everybody was like, yeah, we want to see a lot of these... Uh, intersections and these people like we want to see these crossovers and these heroes fighting and whacking and we wanted to like see the justice league coming in and that was like dc's answer to it at the time and like it makes sense at the time that it was coming out however however i agree in that this movie the batman Mm -hmm. this feels like the version of batman that you know today's society needs it it's got a little bit more hope in it because we don't just need somebody to whoop our ass sure uh, I also have problems with Batman's, uh, you know, with Batman's methods uh, because oh, restorative yeah. justice He's, and all that. However, yeah, yeah, this was. I don't restore justice the... by kicking people's asses on the daily. I just do good things. <laughs> like, like <laughs> there's a way to go about it that Batman just is like, ah, it doesn't exist to me. Like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah, and that was something that they they talked about in this movie. Oh, like, absolutely, Batman it's has great. the means to do shit other than beat people's ass. Like, bro, you got a lot of money. Your money can do a lot of good. That's your family's legacy. It is this philanthropy and helping out with all these these kids in the country and in the city, right? Like in the the orphanages that they. Have. yeah and yeah. like just giving money for the infrastructure of the city and that might not solve all the issues overnight but neither is whooping people's ass in the middle of the night either i think what this batman movie does that the others don't yeah. it's not a batman story it's a detective story it is you right. you as the audience are on a crime thriller the entire time and it just happens to be dc characters involved and then at the end of the day, once you get to like the end of the story, that's when Batman becomes a superhero. And I think like I, I think it was uh, Eric Voss. He's on one of the the YouTube channels. I love like his reviews, and I was I was watching through it. And essentially, he he made a really good point of like at the start of the movie, we see Bruce come home from being Batman and like walk upstairs in his like yeah. normal clothes, and he's like squinting at the sunlight because he's not been in the sunlight for days. Yeah. And then at the at the end of the movie. He is out like saving people and like putting them in the baskets and that's in direct sunlight and he's not squinting because he's ascended to that hero. He's ascended and realized that Batman isn't just this dude who kicks ass on the streets. He's a symbol of justice and and a symbol that things can change. And I think like that's something that we haven't had. We've just had like this. I'm Batman. I'm the gritty symbol of vengeance. And it's like, no. This is the Batman that's the symbol of justice. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. For sure. For the sake of, like, not using symbol the word symbolism a whole lot, right? I yeah. still think that this was, this whole movie had a lot of, a lot of imagery that was used to showcase the ideas of Batman, the core of Batman. Because you've mentioned that this was a, uh, a thriller noir detective story more than it was a superhero movie. But Batman doesn't use the, the tagline of the greatest superhero in the world. He does use, however, the tagline of the greatest detective in the world. And yeah. that is 
if he's going to say that shit, then he might as well walk the walk. You know, if you're going to talk the talk, might as well walk the walk. And this movie for sure did that. I really, really liked that. Something else that I really liked about this movie was portrayal of the villains. I really, oh, really yeah. liked it. I did not oh, think yeah. I was going to. And the surprise one for me was Carmine Falcone. I did not know that Falcone was going to be in the movie, and I didn't know that he'd been cast. And coming in right. and seeing the cast was uh, top notch. I think I like that was one thing that I talked about was like the cast of this movie was insanely good, and just it like I think they really took their time with the casting right. if that makes right, sense right, and they like right, right. they picked the right people and like selena kills it in every scene like so zoe kravitz kills it and zoe because you're listening big fans yeah, yeah, uh, over yeah. here you're amazing absolutely you're you are catwoman there you go i i have to say it have you seen the pictures have you have you seen what are you the pictures about? the pictures of of zoe kravitz drinking milk in the catwoman no, costume i have not but did you hear the interview where they talked about that have you heard no. about the interview with that? So it's the funniest thing in the world. So I guess they like interviewed each person on like how they got into character. And she's like, well, I drink milk like a cat. Right. And Robert Pattinson goes to get in the mindset of Batman. It was really hard. I uh, actually every morning before I had to be on set, I sat in my trailer and played Sonic Adventures 2, but only the dark storyline. So I could play a shadow, the hedgehog engineer. <laughs> Seeing oh your friends God. die and having to deal with that darkness. That's what oh Batman's about. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dead. Uh, the best, the best way to prep for a freaking know. movie. I love this. I love yeah. this. And I and love like, the contradictions too. Like, speaking of the villains, have you heard of the crazy deleted scene? From Are you talking about the Joker? Yeah. Have you heard about this? I saw the, the scene at the very end. I know that like the scene where he's he's like, yeah, you must be a clown. And like he does the laugh at the very end that mm -hmm. I've seen because that was in the movie. But like I have not seen the deleted scenes. No, it's not out yet. The director has hinted that it's going to be on the Blu-ray release. Yeah. I have a theory. It's coming out today. Oh, but because the Rattalata site is Ooh. an actual thing. Remember the rat site that he figures out the website? Oh, yeah. If you watch until the very end, it flashes with his like blinking question mark. Uh, the Riddler's blinking question mark. And then it is like uh -huh. rattalata.com like really fast. And okay. if you go on there, there's a cipher and it essentially says like you think it's over, but like my work has just begun. Oh, no. So hinting at like possible secrets yeah, and yeah, things like yeah. that. And there's like there's been a countdown going on. Oh, and I think it ends end? today. Oh, shit. Which is, well, later today, which would be a week after the movie came out. But Hell yeah. the deleted scene uh -huh. is an interrogation yeah. where Batman goes to Arkham Asylum, uh -huh. pulls the Joker out, and does a Silence of the Lambs type interview with Damn. the Joker to figure okay. out if, like, okay. like okay. he, like, does, like, the Clarice versus Hannibal Lecter, like, Ooh interview where it's like this man's psychotic yeah and i'm the one that put him here type of like a like yeah. let's go back and forth maybe i can get in the, into your mind and figure out stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay I'm, I'm, i like yeah. that i'm glad that was not part of the movie i will say and just because our last really iconic joker interrogation scene was the heath ledger one and yeah. Something I like about this movie specifically is that it wasn't drawing a lot of inspiration from the Nolanverse movies. That way, there wasn't a lot of yeah. comparison between them. This movie distinguished itself from the other movies in the Batman universe, at least at least in the live action ones. And that was something that I was super glad about. So having it just as a, as a little blooper is super wonderful. And I'm glad that that's happening. I am very hyped to see that, though. That sounds yeah. amazing. Also, also, you know who's playing the Joker, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was about yeah, to say, Druid. like, it's insane. It's insane. The casting Homie out I here, Wylan, playing psychopath after psychopath. It's great. <laughs> okay, Drug isn't necessarily a psychopath. He's given the power of controlling people's minds. Like, you, okay, you, yes. However, enslaving a whole city, uh, a whole true. village for that's like decades is still inexcusable. And there's there's been that. I bring this now because this has been like a conversation that's been going around the internet of like. 
especially after the Multiverse of Madness trailer coming out where Wanda says, you do it, you're the good guy, I do it, I'm the bad guy, you know, like that conversation to Doctor Strange. That's valid, though. That was that was also people's argument about Druig, where like Wanda enslaved a town for a week, Druig did it for decades. And granted, yeah. I think the biggest issue here, the biggest difference was there at least to an extent felt like there was consent in Druig's case without getting any more information on it i think that it is for sure much different case but yeah. wanda is absolutely correct in that like people be treating her different oh god yeah. you know what that means She's be the bad it was for sure that sex oh, isn't god, coming yeah. in so yeah i uh i agree and i'm excited to see how that movie turns out also i am so excited for that movie that's gonna that's when that movie comes out i'm probably gonna ask to dedicate an episode to it um homie i don't even know if an episode's gonna be enough have you seen the sheer amount (laughs) of cameos that are the people are currently thinking are gonna happen yes here's the thing right a good majority of them are not gonna happen because that's just it's probably not gonna be the case however However, that still means we're going to get a hell of a lot of cameos, and that's going to be absolutely amazing. Because at this point, there's a lot of the trailers have essentially confirmed the Illuminati. So we're going to get some version mm-hmm. of the Illuminati. That in and of itself is going to be absolutely amazing. Even if it's new actors, that's going to be so good. Yeah. Variants, that's tight. Professor X, holy wowza. It's, yeah. it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be a vibe. So I really quick, before we move away from the Batman... Uh, yeah. I had one last thing I wanted to ask you really quick. Bat me, daddy. Didn't. I love how you slip one of those in per episode. <laughs> you, th- <laughs> If you go back through our discography, there's one per episode where, you, where I get called daddy, and it's very funny. Um, <laughs> it's a weird yeah, trope of this show. It's going to be great. It's going to be a catch me if you can sort of scenario where people are going to have to like find all the daddies. In the I game. don't think it's going to be hard. Like, I don't yes. think it's really that hard. Um, but no, the, the one thing I wanted to ask was if this does get a sequel, yeah, what villains do you want to see in a sequel? Like, is there a specific villain? Is there a couple of villains that you want to see in a sequel? Who in this in this world of Gotham, which also really quick, two cents on that. This is the best Gotham we've ever seen because it actually was the shithole without just being like, Gotham sucks. Like, cause that's what every other movie has done for Batman. It's just like, Gotham's just a bad right, place. Womp, right. Womp. And this one like showed how bad it was and how it's like, you don't get out of Gotham. You get trapped. And it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, straight up. Mm-hmm. And like the cops are all corrupt. And like, they showed that from the inside. Anyway, before we get too deep right. next movie, they go, Hey moose sequel. Yeah. Who, what bad guys are we putting in there? Ooh, okay, so they've taken out most of the uh, criminal families at this point, so that is not no. that's not going to be an option. And okay. we've taken out uh, Riddler because that's that's super super neat. I think something else out. that I'd like to do then is you can come back for sure, but I think I would like to continue in the noir era, and I think something that would be really cool for that would be Firefly. Oh, well, yeah. actually, he's coming. I don't know if you heard. He's yeah. coming to the Batgirl show that's going to oh, be snap. on HBO. Really? And uh, it's played by Brendan Fraser. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, snap. They just released like set photos. Oh, snap. They released set photos. I'm going like... to cry. I love Brendan Fraser. You really? I love him so much. Yeah. He's amazing. And I'm so, yes, yes. Then, yeah. okay. I guess another option then maybe is <laughs> Solomon Grundy. Dude, yeah. Grundy would be sick. Yeah. Yeah, because like I don't want like, yes, sure, we can do reimaginings of other other characters, right? Like more iconic and even Mm -hmm. Grundy is super iconic, but like the more colorful characters. But I think having Grundy or maybe like Killer Croc, like having that in the thriller era for Batman would be super neat. That was mine. You know me too well. I love Killer Croc. What Suicide Squad did to Killer Croc. So. Really quick, I'm gonna have a hot take. This is this uh-huh. is my hot take personally for the show. Hot take, hot take, hot take alert. Yeah, what you got? Okay, I do love that. I will turn that into a sound after this episode, so I can just <laughs> hit it and it will be played. Hell yeah! But Killer Croc and Suicide Squad was one of the best representation of who Killer Croc is in media because really? everybody makes Killer Killer Croc is a young black man. Everybody forgets that in media and just turns him into this like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm a mobster. I'm going to do. Yeah. And like they turn him into that. Like 
the best representation was Arkham, uh, the the Arkham games, mm. like because they did an amazing job at like showing his mutation and showing how like bad it gets when he's like yeah. older and he's just a giant monster. Yeah, I like that. I like that a whole lot. But it's like he's a young black man, and like in this day and age. Him having that, like, more edge to him and having that characteristic. Like, granted, did they go too far with it? Absolutely. That entire mm. movie, they went too far with every character. But, uh, like, saying, like, absolutely. I want BET as a, as a character choice, that's stupid. Yeah. But it's, like, having it, like, actually doing things of, like, he grew up on the streets of, like, mm-hmm. a, a city where he may not have been as well off because Waylon yeah. has never been well off in the comics. Right. And it's, like... Having him have like, you know, Ebonics and stuff in his dialect, I was like, that's pretty accurate to what he would be as a young black man. Yeah. Grew up in like the inner city. Like, that's pretty accurate to the character. Uh I would love to see Killer Croc because also I would love to see like how this Batman would deal with that. Right, right. I do have a couple of other ones though, and I want to run past you. Hit me, hit me. What you got? Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter was also a really good one. I I like that a lot. So here is the thing. I like the Batman, right? However, Mm -hmm. my favorite portrayal of Gotham City still remains the show Gotham. And Mad Hatter in that was really tight, and I like that. It was littered throughout the movie, but Hush. They're doing Hush. What do you mean littered throughout the movie? I did not catch that. Tell me more. So when they do the hit piece on on Thomas Wayne, Uh the editor's name that got killed, that Thomas accidentally got killed by the mob, Uh is Edward Elliot. Oh. And in the comics, Edward Elliot is Thomas Elliot's grandfather. So the thought is is that they've just replaced the story and that that is actually Thomas Elliot's dad. And then as that happens, the next picture Uh is where he's talking about him paying off the mob. And over the picture of Thomas Wayne, the word hush with an exclamation point appears right after that. Damn. So it's it's very clearly hinting that hush. Because like, I also think, I think it would be very cool to do a hush storyline, especially following like the fact that the Riddler's like, I didn't get him. I like I, I like we didn't get Bruce. And I think it would be very interesting if maybe one of those like dudes that were trying to be the Riddler and like yeah. do all that stuff maybe yeah. is Thomas Elliot. And it is like, you know what? I'm going to murder people, take their face, and then I'll be Bruce. And I'll show them like how bad Bruce actually is. And, Damn. Like, you know, okay. Okay. Son. I vibe with that. I I vibe with that. I did not see that coming. I did not catch that. That yeah. that would be absolutely amazing. I like that because it has that personal connection to Bruce, not just mm-hmm. Batman. But I think I think that would be super neat. And if they continue the same idea that they had this movie, and in most I feel Batman movies in a hot minute is that they'll have a few different villains going. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping Catwoman comes back to some extent. Uh, you know, we left her, le- we had her leaving the city at the end of the movie, but I'm sure she's going to come back because, yeah. oh my God, it's amazing. And it's also Selena Kyle, always bat- with, there with Batman. But I think Hush would be I a think great be one amazing. to give in that personal uh, experience to it. Because like, this is what the Penguin and Falcone did this movie, I feel, because they yeah. had some of that personal connection to Thomas Wayne. Uh Penguin, not as much. Falcone, so much more. But yeah. 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 I think, I, I also think if I could get like another, like, even if, if Catwoman doesn't come back, what I, what I genuinely would really love yeah. is instead of Robin, because like I get huh. people are like, I want to see what I do Dick too. Grayson looks like. But I'm like, I don't think it's that, like, Bruce is too new in this For movie because sure. he's two For years sure, in. Sadly. It's very, this movie was very like, it's the long Halloween, um, which is like yeah, the year that's one what, Batman. Whenever like, they like, did that at movie. the very beginning of the movie, because they were like, oh, you must really like Halloween. It's going to be a long yeah. one or something yeah, like that. I was, I was like, like, ah, I see I was like, this is there. long. I yeah. even in the theater was like, oh, my God, they're doing long Halloween. And and yeah. uh, my, my girlfriend was like, what? And I was like, long yeah. Halloween. I'm buying long that Halloween without Scarecrow was breaking my heart. It was, was, but it's interesting. It, it, was it like still it was worked. Really which was it, weird. Sure I think if I get to pick like another character to bring mm-hmm. in, I don't want to bring in Dick Grayson yet. Yeah, I had two in? in mind that I feel like would be very interesting. We already have one in the DC universe, so I don't know how that would work. But Huntress 
and Duke Thomas. Duke Thomas? Duke Thomas is the signal. He's the one that led the Gang Uh, of the Robins. He took over because the reason why I want Duke is because he fulfills the role of a Robin of being the sidekick-esque character to Bruce Wayne. But one of the best things that Bruce ever did with Duke's character was Uh when he was making him into a hero, he never said, you're going to be a Robin. He, in fact, said, you aren't a Robin. And Duke was like, oh, okay. And he's like, you're more. You're an equal to what I am. You understand the world differently than, than they do. You are already at that pinnacle. So what if they bring him in for this movie, this upcoming movie, and then he becomes the blueprint for the Robins, and like mm-hmm. from then on out, we get every you got, Robin we're in the same and Batman's too. trying to shape them to be like him, and they're failing, and all the Rob we, we get this sort of uh, unattainable pedestal that the Robins are going to be vying for. That's not just being like Batman, but also trying to be like the Signal. I think that yeah. would be and then be a give him like contrast. And then have the Jason Todd story where he now has two pedestals of Nightwing and the signal. And he's like, how am I supposed to stack up to that? And that's right. what actually gets him killed by the Joker. Right. Like, oh, it's him so trying tight. to prove that he's better than the signal and Robin. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Nightwing. Yeah. That would for sure need to be like four movies down, like at yeah, least obviously. by the fourth movie or something, because that would be that would take some time to set up. But I think that would be absolutely amazing. And yeah. you know what? Something that I appreciate is us being able to have these conversations about what's oh, going to happen in the Batman universe, bringing in some of that renewed vigor. Because, like, yeah. I sure, I liked Batfleck, right? Like, it had some cool moments, but it yeah. was lacking the Batman storylines that made Batman Batman. We had a lot of yeah. Batman as a part of the Justice League, but not Batman as himself. And that I think was what not Batman just being a whole lot. Batman. Absolutely. It was Absolutely. it was always Bat it was always Bruce being Batman. This right. was Batman being Batman. Right. And then being Batman a- in the Justice League without the context of Batman is just a normal guy. He's just yeah. he's just the guy. Absolutely. He's just a normal guy. Absolutely. But now seeing this Batman, right, and seeing him in the future and like after a few movies, I could see him being a part of the Justice League because like I understand what he's capable of and what he's able to do. And like, sure, I could just take the assumption that this Batman does the same, all the things that like the ones in the comics could do. But like this Batman, I felt that I could believe this Batman, if given the time, could make a plan to fight all the Justice League members for sure. Yeah. However, like a lot of the other ones, I don't think so. Because come on, Nolan vs. Batman had no. months to prepare and had months to plan and still barely got through with Bane. Right. Like, yeah, come on, homie. How you go fight Superman if you can barely get Bane? (laughs) Also, it was really interesting. One thing that I wanted to point out with Bane specifically, that was another person I'd love to see as a villain. At the end of the movie, when he gets like shot in the chest and he's like laying there on the ground and he injects Uh that thing into his leg. I went, oh, it's adrenaline. And he jumps up, ignores the pain and starts punching. That's what I thought, too. For the viewers who don't know, my girlfriend is an EMT and goes, that's not adrenaline. And I went, what? And she goes. That's PCP that he just took because the drug PCP allows you to ignore pain like that and you go into rages. And then we were sitting there and then a friend of the show, that great gentleman, I'm going to give you a shout out. He goes, you're both wrong. It's venom. He shot up venom into his system, which is a derivative of PCP in the comics. And it takes out, I'm pretty sure it's a derivative of PCP in the comics. Don't quote me on that. I'm like, from my memory, it was a derivative of PCP. So what we're saying is currently Bane is in that movie universe, just not in the movie yet. So like, at least because like him, because he might just not be engaging with Batman yet. Yeah. You know, maybe Gotham hasn't gotten to the point where it needs him to come in if we're pulling the same Russell story, but I'm sure we're not. Uh, well, I mean, way. Bane's not usually part of that story because exactly that's why I was like, hey, Bane's kind of just a dictator in he's most, and he's actually like, he's, he's also a, a genius. He's also a genius in the comics, and they always yeah. ignore that because that's why he's such a good foil to Batman. Yeah, because like Batman's like, you're just a stupid oaf, and he's like, no, when I'm on Venom, I'm a stupid oaf. <laughs> when I'm not, I can outplan you, dude. Yeah. Like, you know. By the way, I like I like the Batman for sure, but something that I keep forgetting is. When I watched the new, when I watched the '89 uh, Batman movie, was that Two Face was played by Billy D. Williams. 
I I forgot that Two Face was black in that movie. I was like, Two what Fa- the hell, I forgot Two Face was in that movie. Right? Yeah, because he was just there as an attorney, and then he that's decided right. to not come back for the other. Oh movies. my god, that's yeah. right. He totally is Harvey. Wow. Right. Right. Wow. And that made me so happy. Representation, but y'all. I mentioned that because this the thing that I enjoyed the most about the Batman was the interactions between uh between batman and detective gordon that was oh god oh, yeah oh my god those were absolutely amazing and gordon was black in the movies uh in the batman movie and here is the thing right people were pissed about it there was somebody on the internet that was really? like there is no positive influences that i can identify with in the batman as a white man what other than batman and then also maybe alfred I don't have anybody else to identify with. I was like, damn, bro. Must be rough. She take a seat. Damn. How's it feel? Right? Every movie for us. <laughs> Tell like, me more. Tell man. Boy. And if you bring up, and I swear to God, if another white person brings up star Wars to me again, and they're like, well, you guys got the new ones. And I'm like, fuck off. Like we got, <laughs> we got one character that was relegated to a side character. Yeah. Relegated to a fucking side character. He was marketed as the main character. They relegated yep. his ass. And then Disney yep. fucking mistreated him to hell and back. Damn. Yep. That's uh, John Boyega. Justice for my homeboy Finn. John Boyega, yeah. since you are listening, uh, we we love you here. We would love to talk to you about that. Yeah. Okay, that's but that awful. ass though, John Boyega is, John Boyega is Dude, such a freaking good actor. And listen, I love him I'll, so much. Can I just throw this out there? Fan cast yeah. for my Duke Thomas, John Boyega. Oh, um, snap. Okay. There we go. That's my that would be cast tight. That would be hella tight. The other one that I said was Helena, who is the Huntress. Ah, okay. No, no Helena okay. Bartinelli. That's she's fair. the that's Huntress fair. in the comics, and like yeah. her whole thing is like family gets killed. She's on a revenge right. mission. Right, right. Bruce trains her, thinking like, "Oh, I can help her," because like yeah. that's a whole thing in the comics. She's like, "I want to get like I, I want to get justice," and he like sees a bit of himself in that, and he's like, "Gotcha! Like I'll teach you how to fight." And then she immediately goes on like murder sprees with all the skills right. Bruce just taught her. And he's like, no, this is the opposite. You're not doing what I told you. And she's like, I don't uh-huh, give a shit. You uh-huh. trained me with a fucking crossbow. I'm going to kill people. Right, and I just, I, I imagine like if I, if we didn't get like Duke, I think that right. would be such a cool first like oh, side sure. char- oh, side sure. character or like assistant character. Cause I don't want to call like right. Robin's evolved past sidekick. Let's right, be real. Right. Like he's not really a psychic. He's more or less like an assistant and like another superhero. Um, assistant to the regional superhero. Exactly. And I, I think it'd be very cool to watch this Batman. Cause like I think one thing that I did love was that he's he's new. He's he's fresh as Batman. Right. right and right. he's he's making mistakes you can see constantly. It, especially in that fucking scene where he's like air gliding and just oh, hits yeah. the bus and oh, just yeah. eats shit. That was I know great. we've been on this for like a long while, but can I give you one other amazing detail in that movie? Oh, hell that, yeah. Uh, Three-hour so, movie like, needs a lot of airtime, my guy. Okay. So, at the start of the movie, like, yeah. you go through everything. We see the the death of the mayor. You're going through everything. And then Batman goes to the Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, yeah. He goes in, sees Selena. One of the best things is he sees Selena see the picture of Annika on the table and then oh. batman isn't looking at selena he's looking at her boots because she is wearing the same boots that annika is wearing in that photo clearly saying that they know each other and then she's behind like the wall and he can see through the glass and he sees the boot sticking out and then looks at her and goes i have to go and that's right when he stops talking to the penguin and when he walks out yeah you can see in the corner of the screen from the window where we at the end of the movie know Riddler's apartment is he's sitting there and you see flashes going off of a camera because he's taking pictures of them setting this whole thing up holy shit it's it's amazing like there's so many like little hidden things like that in the movie that's tight that's really tight I did not realize the layers and layers that they keep adding to it and I really enjoy that right yeah like especially with Batman movies yeah for sure there are movies that I watch like turn off my brain and things like that but with Batman movies I'd like a little bit more intrigue I am not the smartest person when it comes to solving crimes I I can't I can't add one and one to make three there you know it's hard Therefore, like I, I like it when things like that happen, and it like it gives me a little more to think about, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I think it was, it was a very good choice. Like I think, yeah, having that type of thing was very cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But 
I know there are other things. I could talk about Batman for for years. Oh, absolutely. However, we talked a little bit about representation, right? Yeah. You're gonna are you about to seg my way? I'm gonna I'm gonna seg your way. I'm gonna go seg your oh, way real quick. Shit? Oh my god. Oh shit. Hell yeah, yeah. Because you know what I just got into? Bel Air. I I I started okay. watching that show two days ago. I binged all seven episodes that are currently out. It is amazing. I loved it so much. Is it good? So, so much. I was very hesitant the first few moments, right? And the show Bel Air, for those who haven't watched it, is based off of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which was the show that shot Will Smith into fame and started off essentially his career. And this show is a reimagining of that, a modern reimagining, a more dramatized reimagining of it. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air meant a lot of things to a lot of people, right? And for me, it was the last show that I watched with my grandmother before she passed away. And it was like one of the last moments I got to have with her. And it meant so much to me. So I was very hesitant to watch this. Right. And I didn't, I I didn't want them to like redo the show and like cheapen it or do something very similar to it that like, that would tarnish the image I feel right. Or the, the idea that I had in my head and they did very well in that, they went a very different direction. Sure, there are jokes. Sure, there is lightness uh, every every here and there. However, this is a more dramatized retelling of that show. This is a show that deals with a lot of racism. This is a show that deals with a lot of problems that youth, black youth face. And this is also a show that deals with black happiness. It deals with a lot of the things that we don't get to see a lot of times, right? Like there are just scenes of Will struggling to play basketball. There are scenes of Carlton struggling as a lacrosse player. There are scenes where they just go to parties. There are scenes where they just get to talk about girls, right? There are scenes where they get to talk about their loves. There are scenes where they just get to talk about how their lives are and there is all that tension that comes between them. One of the things that comes up as well is that they changed up a lot of the characters where Carlton, uh, in the words of the show, is uh, Will's sunken place cousin, you know, because he he kisses ass to a lot of white people a lot. And there's a scene in the very first episode where Will oh, walks damn. in on Carlton in the dressing room for like the for their lacrosse team and the whole team is white and they're all singing a song that has the word nigga in it, right? Like Will comes in guns a blazing and he's like, "Hey, yeah. yo, 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 everybody stop right now. You don't get to say that word." And Carlton's like, "Yo, chill. We just we just having fun, my guy." And like protects them essentially and goes on this whole tirade as, later on and Will is like, "Yo, come on. You can't you can't let them do that. They ain't with the culture, right? And things like that. And that goes into the conversation of what it feels to be mm-hmm. a black person in a predominantly white area, right? And because they're in Bel Air, that place is a majority, majority white, vast majority. And having him grow up in that space with a lot of affluential white people made a lot of difference in his life. And that was that that's carlton's arc in this show but you also get arcs like hillary is a content creator she's a cooking content creator she's trying to get her life rolling and she moves into this content creator house and then you have ashley the little sister who is figuring out her sexuality and she's like i think i might be gay but like honestly i don't want to put labels on it i really like this girl that's that part i know for sure i don't know if i'm necessarily a lesbian or if i'm bisexual but right now i just i just really like this homie and it's super cool to see all of that all those little things and it's it's wonderful right like the That's show awesome. starts up with a couple scenes and it essentially is a retelling of the theme song from the fresh prince of bel-air so they show the one little fight and my mom got scared they show you that fight and they show you the consequences of what happens because they go into this game against a drug dealer and they win Uh, it was will and his friend but then something leads to another a gun is fired will is caught with the gun in his hand and is taken to jail right and then from jail he goes straight to the airport and goes to bel-air because oh, Uncle Phil is a big player. Like, he's got connections. And, oh, my God. Jeffrey, oh, is it is very interesting to see 
the the tones they've added. I will say I am not 100% sure how I like that, but they've given Uncle Phil a, a mysterious dark side of like a, hey, I've done shit in my life that you'll never see, but he's running for district attorney. And then you get the the whole thing of the district attorney being a black man and talking about defunding the police. And they talk about Black Lives Matter and all of those things that come up. And it's 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 a very interesting experience, but I really enjoy it. I think they do it in a very tactful way. They also have Will Smith as executive creator. Um, sorry, executive producer. And while that doesn't mean a lot in a lot of places, I could see Will Smith seeping out of mm-hmm. the Will Smith character in this show. I think the swagger, the the very specific Will Smith swagger, right? Like Will Smith has energy around him that is absolutely wonderful. And the Will Smith from that from the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that character was very unique and wonderful. And while this is this has the same basics of that show and that character it feels very different but does homage to that very well okay i'm gonna have to check yeah. it out because i know like last episode i uh-huh yeah mentioned it and i was like i don't know because i'd only seen clips from like the first couple mm-hmm. of episodes and it looked kind of um right exploitative but like hearing it from like hearing that it's like good and they don't they actually do a good job i might actually check it out now i was not planning on it to be genuinely honest and uh hearing that they do a good job and that it's not because it it, when i first saw all like the little stuff i was like oh god this is gonna be exploitative it's not gonna be you know it's not gonna be actual representation it's gonna be this exploitative like chauvinistic representation of right like, right oh, right well this that it you know does, what i mean like that's a very valid concern though right because like but that's amazing to hear most media that deals yeah. with black culture that deals with representation if not done well can very easily go south very easily and i think so far i like where this is going sure it's yeah. had missteps and there are things that i think could have been done better but I have critiques of like most media and i think this was very well done yeah. i it's one of the shows <laughs> that i for sure I'm already that's good. That's I mean, so hey, I like that, I, you I know what? Because you gave it your endorsement, yeah. I'll watch it. Hell yeah, baby! I don't know if I'll do it. I don't know if I'll do it by next episode, but I will watch it. No, you good? You have like a long list of things to watch, so you Gucci. But it's on the list I now, do. baby. I do. Yeah, I have a yeah. lot of things to watch. That's awesome. That's that's like really good to hear. Mm-hmm. Speaking of things that I know both of us have been watching, uh-huh. that I was going to mention, Peacemaker. Peacemaker, yes. Like, talking about representation. Talking about, you know, all the the different things with like that. It's it's very interesting, like hearing that Bel Air is it's kind of not necessarily the same thing, but kind of on like along the same lines of like having those hard conversations. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that Peacemaker is doing that from a superhero perspective and from a white perspective. Right, right, right. And having those hard conversations. Like, we were talking right before the show started about Vigilante as a character and, like, this actual psychotic psychopath who is probably one of the most woke characters I've ever seen in media. He said, I can be a psychopath, but that don't mean I'm going to be racist. Yeah. And I was going to tell you something from before the podcast, which was from uh, the Peacemaker podcast. Uh, podcast? If you yeah, it's like after episodes, kind of like an after show. I did not know um, that. Shit, I'm going to binge that real quick. Yeah. Uh, and like it's by uh, the host. I, I know one of the hosts because I've only seen the clip with him in it. Uh, right. Ify Wadiwe. Uh, uh-huh. Ify, because you're listening, uh, what up? First of all, it was, it's fun playing Overwatch with you um, back in the day. Uh, and two, you're much loved on this podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. But Ify... If he asked, I think it was if he asked, he, he asked the, the person who plays Vigilante, I cannot remember their name to save my life. Did um, you know what his he's also favorite in freaking Harry Potter? Harry Potter, yeah. I, <laughs> but he that asked blew my him, mind. He yeah. straight up asks, uh, what is your favorite thing? Your favorite thing that uh was taken from black culture with like from like taken from white black culture and given to white culture. Yeah. And like what what is that? He literally was whites. like fuck. He literally was like, I think vig- like I think Vigilante's answer is correct. Like it's rock music, like Hell those yeah. beats. And he like he started straight up going into detailed list of black creators yeah. who like started all cultural trends for rock music. Right. 
Nice. And it was like, it's insane because it's just like a quick interview. It's nice. not like he like sat there and like looked it up. He had that knowledge it just in his back pocket because he's like, no, I genuinely like it's it's a travesty that this got stolen from the black community. But like, right, right. if I had to pick something, that's what I would pick. Right. Because right. their music is what made our music good. For sure. And it was like. And I was like, that's amazing. And like, literally, if he at the tables, like that was um, I didn't expect that. And he's like, just so you know, you are invited to the barbecue. Hell yes. It was like one of those like you got it in one. And I just I think the the thing with the show is that it does that. It has those conversations, has those hard hitting moments that like. You know, it's it's a guy who's out of touch, who is was raised by a racist in a racist area and right. been told to be a racist. Who's like, I don't I don't live that life. That's not me. I'm not I'm not a bad guy. Like, I don't want to be that person. Right. right but having to right. deal with like the incorrect way of being raised and like going mm-hmm. through that, I think that's like very interesting. Yeah. I, I really like that. And I, I like Peacemaker because of all the themes they brought up, because of all the ideas, because of talking about the fact that even if people who are doing harm are close to you, it doesn't mean that you should give them a pass, right? If you love somebody mm-hmm. and they are doing something wrong, you should talk to them about that. And if that doesn't work, cut them off. Granted, don't do the Peacemaker thing, you know, and, you know, off them. But, like, talk to them yeah. or cut them off. Uh, like those are those are very valid options and i know for some people that might be hard it is doable for some people it might be impossible everybody's case is different but at least have those conversations with people draw your lines draw your boundaries right like nothing's gonna change if nobody if everybody just says well this is the way it is and that's something that peacemaker does very well is working with change and the idea of being able to change as a person and change as a superhero and grow for the better. And I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think they did. I think they really killed it with the ability to make sure that the show itself, at the end of the day, it it hits a point where I feel like they, they really got it. You know what I mean? Right. Like they they got it for sure. Understood how to tell that story and Uh not make it awkward, not make Uh it for sure. Over the top, sure. but also get that information across. You yeah. Know? Now, question. Do you know mm-hmm. what the Guardians of Justice is by chance? I d- you said that at the top, yeah. and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. Okay. So it is this Netflix parody of the Justice League, essentially. And it is okay. it is playing through the art of like the death of Superman, essentially, where like Superman essentially kills himself on live television uh with like a kryptonite bullet and then so the world it's set in is like world war three was happening because mecca hitler came back and then superman came in and stopped world war three in like the 19 like late 1940s which was wild i was like mecca hitler that's what y'all are starting with i shit and it then goes on to talk about the different versions of the the justice league and it is such a wild show it has a very nice thing of comic book versus uh comic book versus live action right where it is okay it pulls into animated comic book segments every once in a while which i'm sure oh, was probably cool. cheaper than doing live action stuff but it was very nice it's like a low it's it feels like a much lower budget but it is an interesting show. Have I gone all the way through it? No, but it's been a wild critique of what superheroes are and what superheroes could be. It's not the boys per se, but it is, I feel, leaning in that segment, in that area. I I would recommend watching it for the laughs and for, you know, seeing what the hell it's about. Mm, I would give it like a six, maybe seven out of 10 at most, but it is, it okay. is, it is an interesting watch that I, I figured I should bring up now. So if you do watch it, we could like talk about it a little more uh, because yeah, it's yeah, got, absolutely. it's got some interesting things there. But um, one other thing that I also wanted to bring up was uncharted. Have you watched the uncharted yeah. movie? I've not seen it yet. Gotcha. And if I'm being honest, yeah. I don't know if I, I like, I assume that you've seen it. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay, I personally, so like, I never really played the games. Gotcha. It's it's my best, like one of my best friends. It's their favorite game series. Uh-huh. Um, and like, 
my favorite fact is they cried when they met um nolan north. uh the voice actor nolan north hell yeah uh, he a had a cameo video and pictures of us did he really yeah oh, i love nolan north also nolan north because you're listening to this uh podcast hi i love you you're an amazing voice actor you inspired me to want to go into voice acting partially yes, so yeah um i do love nolan north mm-hmm. uh but great great person. i i haven't is it how do you feel about it I really enjoyed it, right? Like, I really liked really? the Uncharted okay. movie. Yeah, I did. I think it was it was very, it was relatively lighthearted. I liked the quips of it. It felt, to me, it was Tom Holland doing a lot of stunts for sure, but it was very different than the Spider-Man stunts. And I liked him in this more than I liked him in Spider-Man, to be completely honest. Like, specifically stunt-wise wow. and, like, the action that he was doing felt much more his vibe. And I think I think it was it was super cool. I was very hesitant about the casting in a lot of it, but it was very nice. And the crux of the Uncharted movies is and the Uncharted games, right? The crux of the Uncharted games is going through all of these puzzles and trying to solve them and finding ways around them and all of these uh, and doing all of these like fun little uh, acrobatics and jumping through and it, it was it brought in the crux of that and the crux of the, the stories bringing in uh, the the history of the character bringing in his his brother which is like a big point in the games is his missing brother right who's then presumed dead and and things like that and like having going through that and having the main characters meet was done in such a cool way that I really enjoyed it. It was one of the funnest movies I've seen in a, in a hot minute. And I, I really liked it. Damn. Okay. I, I will have to check it out. I've, I've, so I've definitely like, I've definitely seen pictures. I've definitely like seen stuff yeah. where I was like, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? All that stuff. Right. And I, I think it, it's interesting. Like it was, de- it was definitely one of those, like, I kind of wonder what's um I kind of wondered what was going to go on with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really good to hear. Like I I'm glad that it's good. I'm glad that it's it's not cuz I I'm definitely not going to lie and say that yeah. I was uh extremely like like hype to see it cuz right, I was right, like right. this kind of looks cringy if I'm being Fair. honest, but that's really good that it's getting I'm glad that it's getting a positive review. From yeah, me. yeah, it's um, for sure getting a it's, it's getting a, a good little nerd awesome. check from me. <laughs> Get a little nerd check. And that's what we do here. We give things nerd checks. Um, I think I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other media things that have gone on since. Oh, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out. I have not seen anything about I've that. I've not seen it. Wowza. I've not seen it. No, I've, I've not, not seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Every review, because I, here's the thing, I'm going to be honest, and this is, I'm a very weird person, and everybody you knows are, that. But we love you very much, uh, because of your weirdness. It's great. I feel like that's probably going to be the promo clip right there, and it's because it's always me saying something stupid. <laughs> um, But I'm a very weird person, and everybody knows it, and I like spoiling movies that I'm kind of hyped for sometimes. Amazing. Amazing. Because it gets me to actually be like very excited for the movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, oh, Texas Chainsaw Master is coming out. I'm not I don't really care about this movie. So I've watched full breakdown reviews of this movie. Ooh. Almost every single breakdown that I have seen has uh-huh. been like this movie is dog water. Damn. This movie is so bad. Like Black. it is it is bad. Uh, because essentially it just tried to copy Halloween 2018. Right, right. And do like almost beat for beat the same movie, but like worse. Damn. Like. That's whack. Yeah. And so it's, it's, uh, yeah, I, I was pretty shocked by that if I'm being genuinely honest, Mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Damn. That's heartbreaking because, like, I've not watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, but I've heard good things about them, right? Like, they, in the thriller, the in a thrasher uh, genre, 
they were a big name. And so's the Halloween movies. Like, it's not that you can rip off Halloween and people ain't going to notice, especially if you are the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. So, like, what you doing there, homies? What you doing? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, what was you? You had a freak out a minute ago. What, what I, were you going to add? I was going to talk about the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. Oh, my General Kenobi. God. I am so excited for that series. Right. I had no hope for that series, if I'm being genuinely honest. Same. Because, like, I love Star Wars. I have to say it. But, like, Star Wars, hi, Star Wars fans, since you are listening, I'm going to get flack for this. Second hot take of the episode, apparently. Um, it's Star Wars fans love to hate the thing that they love. For sure. For sure. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for sure. And it's bad. It, like, it's bad how much they love to hate it yeah because yeah, they yeah. actively are against their own property and mm -hmm. it's like is there things in the star wars universe that i'm like that's bad because it's just bad yes i'm not afraid to say it but i also don't harp on it to the point where it's like this entire series needs to be rebooted i'm like that's just a bad one and i don't like it yeah. i just don't refer to it i don't watch it again fair. um very fair Going into this, I, I was like, because I love Obi-Wan, but I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. mid about it. I was like, it's it's cool, but like, are they going to fuck it up? And for everything I saw in this trailer, I was like, this looks great. It looks Actually, really cool. This looks really and good. apparently there's going to be uh, there's going to be a fight between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. There's going to be a rematch. I am hype. What? Yeah. There, there was mentioned that there's going to be a rematch because Hayden Christensen is going to be in the, in the show. And Bruh. I am, oh my god, I'm ready. So I wonder if Ahsoka is gonna show up. Oh my heart! I mean, I wonder if Ahsoka. We have I her if Ezra in live Bridger? action now, so I hope she does. Mm -hmm. What if Ezra Bridger shows up? Oh, I cry because he because he does know Obi Wan. Oh uh, yes, please. I that's awesome. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. I'm very here for that. I again, like I'm gonna be excited. I love that we got to see the Inquisitors. Love to right. see some right, right. representation on the Inquisitor squad mm -hmm. of having a black Inquisitor. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Um, by the way, I, have I, you seen? I love it. Have you seen that the Marvel TV shows are moving to Disney Plus? I believe soon. They should have moved by now. What? Yeah, so like the the I'm talking about like the Netflix Marvel TV shows are moving to Disney Plus, and there was a new season of Daredevil announced. Wait, are you are you joking me right now? Nah. Wait, are you serious? I'm I. By the time I, this episode okay. comes out, the Marvel TV shows I believe should have the uh, the the Netflix TV shows should have moved over to Disney Plus. I believe because they come out sometime in March. I don't remember when, but like they move in. But, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's I didn't know that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 literally like speechless. That's why I'm like that's that's, that's what I'm amazing. saying. That's what I thought, right? And like, from what it's amazing. looking like, I'm very hyped because I just saw something about the show coming back for a season four. So I'm really excited. I'm really hyped. That would be absolutely amazing. Oh, we didn't okay. So, did you hear the thing that Charlie Cox uh, tweeted out about? No, but I love most of the things that he says. So, what so would he say? It's, it's, this is a little sad one. Um, Damn. Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil. Uh, and Charlie, since you are listening, you're, you're amazing. Yes, um, Mr. Cox. What did he say? Um, so, apparently, he went and saw Spider-Man No Way Home in theaters. Uh-huh. And when Matt Murdock showed up, uh -huh. whole, whole theater, dead silent. No one reacted to it. Damn. Oh, no I'm going to no cry. One gasped, no one gasped. Nobody was like, oh, my God, it's Daredevil. Everyone was dead silent. And was Ew. like, okay. And then the scene played out and moved on. I mean, like, to be fair, that's I feel like that makes sense to me in that it's because the Netflix shows had, I think, a different audience than the MCU that's at funny. the time. And that's while funny. that's changing and growing the odds of somebody noticing him are much smaller than like some of the Spider-Man people. Right. And people were coming in like, yo, yeah, you know, the Spider-Man are going to be in it at this point, but like Daredevil wasn't. So like, I can see that, but that doesn't make it any better. That doesn't make it any better. No, no. Uh, I will say that we are over our hour, but I do have a couple of, of, of 
quick things I wanted to bring. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. How do you feel about Moon Knight? I am so excited. The new Dude. the they just dropped the um uh what do you call it? They just dropped the new posters and they look hella oh. cool with like one persona at the front and then you see the silhouettes and like vague versions of like the other character the other personas in the back. It's so cool mm-hmm. and we keep seeing more and more of them because we started off thinking there was only going to be three, but now we're getting more and more and more and it's so cool and I'm hyped. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Um, what about you? I, that I oh dude, I'm so hyped. I'm so that first trailer. Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor. I'm happy that he's finally a hero. Yeah, like he always gets thrown in the villain roles, and I'm just happy well, the man's is a hero. Well, anti-hero. Well, vigilante. I should say that because he is yeah. a true vigilante. I was like, gonna say because like he does that. He does that though in in Star Wars. He was thrown in as Poe, which is uh, you know, yeah, but Poe's kind of. Yeah, they also fucked Poe over. I have a pain. Yeah, they um, did. But I, you know, who didn't get to fuck yeah. Poe in the movies? You know who didn't? Finn. Finn. And I'm Which so sad. Which was not okay. Exactly. This is a exactly this is a podcast that supports that that group. I yeah. wanted, even though I wanted Finn and Ray, I very closely was followed by Finn and Poe. Um, yeah. or a thruple situation. Anyway, yeah. um, I think. It's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be completely different than anything we've seen with the Marvel shows. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think it's going to mess with us a lot. And I, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, I'm very excited. I wonder how it's going to tie into Multiverse of Madness because it comes in. It's the last show that comes in before Multiverse of Madness. And I I for sure, I know they're not going to like waste any opportunities in linking them together. But it's going to be it's going to be super interesting cuz moon knight is very mystic and so is uh doctor strange and so is wanda so i think that's going to be a nice thing to bring them together but maybe they don't and maybe they just like have them vibe in their own places but it's still going to be cool i'm hyped for both yeah. anyways how how do you feel about morbius morbius i have not seen it. anything new about it i am still very hyped about it i am now that we've seen uh andrew garfield in the mcu and we know mm-hmm. that they've reprised their acting roles. I think that the poster in the Mar- Morbius movies means that this could very well be set in in a world where Spider-Man is specifically Andrew Garfield. So maybe we get to see him again sometime soon because there's been a lot of talk about that. Maybe maybe that'll happen. We'll see. I'm not excited for Morbius. <laughs> really? I, why would you make a movie on Michael Morbius? Because it's a there's fucking vampire, so many other baby. Cr- He's not, though. He's a living vampire, which is counterintuitive to the statement, and he is a vampire. Yeah, and we had a movie about Peacemaker. We had a movie about a white guy whose no, dad was no, racist. No, no, no. Come on. We no, had a show about we, we it. Had a t- we had a TV yeah, show. We had a show about it. If bad. they gave us a Michael Morbius TV show, I'd probably be here for it because you could do a lot with a TV show. A movie is yeah. an hour and a half to three hours of Michael Morbius. Michael Morbius is just an emo character who so is sad Batman. about life. Yes, but Batman is actually has substance because he's been written for Okay, like Morbius has substance. Years. He's filled with blood. Blah blah blah. No, he's no, he's he's markably not filled with blood. That's his <laughs> whole thing that he needs his whole character arc is I don't have blood inside of me. That would be preferable. That is Michael Morris's uh, yeah. entire character. Did I do any research before saying any of the words I did? No. <laughs> Will I still stand by them? No, because yes, Michael Morris, he's a vampire. He's a vampire who essentially never died, so he's a living vampire, and it makes him different for some fucking reason. And then okay. it's just like Blade fucking hates him. Like Blade tries to kill him constantly. And Michael Morris is like, like this movie is like, pitching him as like this epic hero and i'm like mm-hmm. michael morbius is 99 percent a bad guy like he's had some arcs where he's like all right spider-man like i'm gonna help you out but like he's not good like i don't know i don't like that they're trying to betray him as this like i, I didn't oh. mean to become a vampire now i'm a good bad guy it's oh, like no. you can do that with venom because it's fucking venom like yeah i think is a bad guy but a good guy i will say though i'm i'm giving them grace because they did well by venom 
Maybe it was maybe That's it true. was because Tom Hardy and I love me a good Tom Hardy, but that might might not be the case for the Morbius movies. I'm excited to see what it shapes up to at the very least. Yeah, like I'm excited to see it. Like don't get me wrong, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. gonna see it. Yeah. I just, you just like have no faith. I I just don't have any faith cuz like I don't think you can write a great story about Michael Morbius. And if they prove me wrong, I'm going to be pretty happy about it. Right. But like looking at who Michael Morbius is as a character, I'm like, there's nothing there. Like, give me like a Craven the Hunter, which that has been rumored and is yeah. going to happen. Uh, and I'm like that. I'm a, I'm behind it. A hundred and ten percent because Craven the Hunter is just we a crazy one, right? yeah. fucking hunt. Yeah, we are. But like, that's what well, I'm saying is like a Craven. I think so. I don't know. I don't. Okay. Maybe it's in the same universe as Venom, and he's hunting Venom, which would be cool. Um, yeah, but Venom isn't like. But I just isn't like a totem. Isn't like an animal totem shit. That's valid. Well, I mean, Craven doesn't have to hunt animal totems. No, you're right. There's always reimagining. He's not. A, he's not a Morlock. Fair. Like the Morlocks are like, ooh, animal totems. We're gonna eat you. Um, that's num, also num. where we get one. It's also where we get one of the, like the coolest Spider-Man moments, where he goes like full Predator Spider-Man. Oh. oh. Have you ever seen? I think I've not. sent you that before. He goes like so. Essentially, this is a quick tangent brought to you by Adam's nerdy fucking mind. Essentially, Adam's in one of the fucking, comic lines, I love that I said fucking mind. Okay, it cut off for a sec. My bad. Why do you do this to me every episode? <laughs> but essentially, like the Morlocks come, they're attacking. Spider-Man jumps in, gets his ass handed to him, gets put in the hospital, and he's like near death. And Mary oh. Jane's standing there, and one of the Morlocks like kicks in the wall and like goes for him. And Mary Jane steps up, and he like slams Mary Jane aside. And like Peter, who's like unconscious in the bed, instantly wakes up and goes full spider and like drops any pretense of not having the spider abilities. So his eyes mutate, so they're like giant, like the black giant like orbs. Arachnophobia triggers. I should throw that out there. Um he is all his teeth go sharp uh and these like bone spears Ooh. protrude from his hands and he like runs across the room like ripping all the cords out and just fr- like straight up murders this dude Damn. like cold blood like like jumps on him dripping venom from his mouth is like tearing him up Damn. and then like looks over at Mary Jane and straight dies because he burned all of his adrenaline in that moment and didn't Damn. have anything left and just straight up died in front of him. that's wild that very much feels mm-hmm. like a version of you know the man spider or whatever like whatever happened to spider-man mm-hmm. in like the animated series that thing yeah where he had like where he had the, the all their arms that and shit, shit gave me nightmares as a kid nightmares i tell you Why? i was worried i was gonna grow extra arms and i wasn't even spider-man shit i don't i love in your nightmare you're like this is just a thing that happened it has nothing to do with the radioactive spider that bit spider-man <laughs> this is what puberty is <laughs> shit i ain't no shit about it at the time i didn't know i was like well i guess i'm gonna I have to get mo- extra arms and die little moose's no adventures worries. are one of my favorite things in the world <laughs> i want a whole show just called little moose and it's Lil just moose. It's just about your like kid adventures where it's just like you sitting there watching Spider Man. You're like, I don't want to have extra arms, mom and dad. They're like, why well, shouldn't have been my radioactive spider? You're like, but there's spiders everywhere. Jesus like- God, there are. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? This was an absolutely wonderful episode. It was great chatting, was. homie. And thank you all for great. listening. Thank you for being here. As always, you can find thank us you. at nerdcheckpod at gmail.com you can send us mm-hmm. any things that you would like us to talk about you can find us over at socials at nerdcheckpod.com and you can find me specifically at the super goat i've been moose you can find me over at adam teal official or you can also find me at mr Adup uh anywhere online that piques your fancy i do a lot of nerdy and uh t- nerdy content some ttrpg content I have been Adam. And don't forget, be the best you that you can be. Perfect.